0: So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating.
1: Hi, I'm Erica.
0: And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. Thanks for listening. So We Met Online is produced every Sunday, and show notes can be found at SoWeMetOnline.com. Hey, Chris. Yes? I got a story. I can't wait.
1: So, we met in real life. Um, <laughs> this is not an online dating story, actually. It was a dating story. That's okay. Um, I was actually giving a dating seminar. Uh, I was on a panel, actually. It was at a public library. Oh, in a wow. Of places. Yeah. I think it was for Valentine's Day one year. And they invited a few of us in the industry, in the biz, <laughs> to talk about dating. And I was invited to talk about online dating, specifically. So uh, there were probably... I don't know 50 people there 60 I didn't really get a good glimpse of everyone who was there because when you're on the panel obviously you don't get to see everyone face to face and you're not I I like to maintain decent eye contact but you're not looking at everyone right so the panel went well and that night actually by the time I had gotten home I had an email in my inbox at my info like my business info address it wasn't personal it was someone who had gone to my website and emailed me through the website And the email said something like, I attended your panel tonight, I really liked it, and then asked me out. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I'm flattered, right? Sure. I have no idea who this person is. So I look on Facebook, obviously the first thing you do, but it was a really generic name. I remember his first name was Greg. I don't remember his last name, but it wasn't Smith, but it was something equally generic. So I couldn't find anything. And... I was flattered, but I'm like, this could be like a 75-year-old dude who is that. I don't know. But I took a chance. Sure. I I, I emailed him back, and I I said, hey, I'm really flattered. I really like people who can write. I am drawn in by really good, witty writers, and and he was an excellent writer. So I wrote back and said, I have absolutely no idea who you are. I can't find you. What do you (laughs) look like? Did I talk to you? What do you look like? But why not? Sure. Let's go out. Because yeah, nothing ventured, nothing gained. And I love people with chutzpah. So he said I was in the front row. So I kind of could picture a little bit of the front row. And there was, there were three guys sitting together in the front row. Eeny,
0: meeny, miny, moe.
1: And I wasn't sure. And I assumed, because, okay, look, I'm 5'1". So generally shorter men tend to like me because I'm short. Right? So I assumed it was this shorter guy. I didn't care who the heck it was, right? But that's who I got in my head. And so I show up on the date and I am flabbergasted. It is this handsome, curly hair. And if you know anything about me, I love a head of curly hair. Tall, blonde guy. And I was just like, oh my God, I expected something <laughs> else. Like very pleasantly surprised. He was very handsome. We had a great time. We we talked the entire time. I think we kissed on the first date. But one thing I noticed is that while he was extremely witty and we had good banter, he cursed a lot. And Mm. I am not a priss. However, I don't care for cursing, Um, especially especially on a first date. I just I feel like you're trying to you should be trying to put your best foot forward. And I know a lot of people these days. You know, cursing is just part of the vocabulary, especially younger people maybe not even especially younger people, but I don't know. I hear the F word coming out of people's mouths left and right these days. It's just not my preference. Yep. I don't mind, you know, you stub your toe, you yell F whatever, <laughs> but it's different when it's in conversation and it's like, I went to my effing holiday party. I, you know, my effing coworker. worker No. And like some people I've called friends, I've called out on it. I say to them like, I thought you liked your co-workers. And they're like, oh, I do. And I said, then why did you call them <laughs> effing co-workers? It just makes no sense to me. I'd rather you say, um, <laughs> or like, or you know, or my weirdo co-workers. <laughs> so anyway, he asked me out again. We went on a second date. Same thing. Great time. Very attracted to him. But it still bothered me. So by the third date, I remember we had just played giant Jenga. It was like Jenga, but... But on steroids (laughs) at this bar. And we were sitting down eating after we played the game. And I expressed to him that I was really not a fan of cursing excessively or particularly the F word just in regular conversation. Yep. He looked at me and he said, I can't not curse. I said, okay. And he basically told me, I mean, I don't remember the words he used, but he basically said, this is part of who I am. I can't change that, and this will not work. Right. And I was certainly disappointed. I liked the guy. Sure. But I was also, I was happy about two things. One, I was proud of myself for expressing what I liked or didn't like. Because I do think, and we'll talk about this, I think a lot of people, particularly women, will just make an assumption about a person based on the thing they don't like, and then just stop seeing that person. Right. just decide something without actually talking to the other person i was also really glad that he knew himself well enough even though the answer wasn't what i wanted he knew himself well enough to know what he could change about himself and what he couldn't and again i had to respect that right disappointed yeah especially disappointed i won't even go into this when he asked out my friend while we were together don't even don't even wow but it doesn't matter So I want to talk about that. So that was our last date. I mean, we ran into each other a few times after that and said hello. But I want to talk about change in general. Do you ask someone to change? Or do you express your distaste for something? Or do you just make an assumption based on that thing and leave the relationship? Because I do think too few people are confident enough to express something they like or don't like. And I'm not talking about change like lose 50 pounds or... I hate your entire wardrobe, or or you need a new job. I'm certainly not talking about changes like that, but changes on the margins.
0: Sure, we all have heard it, we've all said it, and one way or the other, you can't change somebody.
1: I agree with that, right? for the most part. I don't think you can or should change the core of somebody. Right. I don't think you should ask to change the core of who somebody is.
0: Right, so then we get into, if we know we can't change somebody, how much of ourselves are we willing to change to be in a relationship or to be with somebody that we're interested in? Yeah. Well, right? I think it's,
1: it's how much can, would we change? Also, how much do we accept? Exactly. Because nobody is going to be 100% of everything we ever wanted. Right. That's just not humanly possible. Correct.
0: And so I think there's these layers, right? There are levels of mm-hmm. acceptance. We'll get to, we've always talked about deal breakers. And there's clearly deal breakers where I'm just not going to accept this. Well,
1: exactly. And, you know, it's interesting. He said to me, I can't change. This is who I am. And it basically made it my choice at that point to decide. And however it makes me sound that I can't live with cursing every day, like you can judge me for that. That's fine. Like many people I think would say to me, get over it. He's a good guy. Leave him alone. But I know myself well enough. There are plenty of things I don't care about. Like chew with your mouth open. Pick your nose for all I care. But there are certain things that I don't like. And I know for me, every day for the rest of my life, Anytime, if I were with a partner who just said the F-bomb every day, I would wince every right. time.
0: So that becomes, even though it sounds like not a traditional deal breaker.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not inviting you to pick your nose. Just, <laughs> just FYI. That was not like an invitation.
0: <laughs> so even though that's not necessarily what we consider a traditional deal breaker, to you, it sort of is. I just
1: know myself. Like right. there are certain things I think we each have. I'll be curious to know what yours are. Like... Obviously, at the person's core, you want them to be a good person, you want to have common values, but day-to-day life is not necessarily these core things, it's how someone behaves in the day-to-day so for me in particular something like that or um, grammar is an issue for me I am very picky about grammar for better or for worse and if someone wrote the wrong your to me every day I think I would explode I don't even know what I was gonna say so (laughs) explode is good (laughs) so even though you might say but this is a great person you know he could make you so happy I also know that on a day-to-day basis I would go crazy
0: sure but part of dating is managing all of that right because there are other people who are that passionate about grammar out there mm-hmm. and where you I don't it care may if you're
1: passionate I just want <laughs> you to do it right. <laughs> right
0: but for you you may be unaccepting of somebody who uses bad grammar mm-hmm. where somebody else who has just the same amount of passion for grammar might say well no one's ever going to have the grammar like I am well, so sure. I'm going to accept that well
1: sure and I think what it comes down to is everyone has perceived flaws right mm-hmm. like His cursing is not a flaw, but it's a perceived flaw from me, right? right? I have plenty of things. You might not like my hair color or the fact that I talk with an accent because I'm from New Jersey, right? That's not necessarily a flaw, but it's a perceived flaw. And everybody has these, right? And I think ultimately, whoever you end up with, you have to decide for yourself, what set of flaws or perceived flaws can I live with and which ones can't I
0: Yes. So we started off the conversation saying that we have deal breakers Mm -hmm. where these are things that we can't accept. Right. But then, do you think that in the society that we're living in, where we almost have this sense of desperation just to get into relationships, that people are. Do people have that? Yes.
1: I don't. Okay. Okay. We can talk about that. I mean, I, I think swiping culture kind of gets people out of that desperation to be in a relationship.
0: Where I'm going with this, though, is I do believe that there are people out there that are willing to to accept more just so that uh, they can be in the relationship. I understand. And then after a while, they may say, oh, no, I, I can't.
1: Right. And, you know, I think it comes down to what your threshold is, because I'm sure plenty of people... Threshold
0: is a good word. Yeah, I
1: think plenty of people are listening to me and saying, you are such a stuck-up snob that you can't handle... Yeah, I mean, that's people's prerogative and i'm okay with somebody thinking that about me but i also think it's knowing yourself enough to know which of these quote flaws you can live with and we're not talking about real deal breakers right now like like children do you want children or religion or or age or whatever you see as a real deal breaker we're talking about the things that day to day might affect you
0: right like you were just alluding to though there are people who are probably listening who are thinking wow you should get over yourself. Like, that's not a big issue. Right. Right? And there are plenty of other people out there that would be like, yeah, I can get over that. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned that the guy was handsome and incredible and you're like... I
1: mean, it was three days. I don't know him, but...
0: You were rather attracted to him and yet you still were not willing to accept him cursing as a way to stay in that relationship.
1: And he was unwilling to... Even try to change that. I mean, back to the original topic at hand, if someone asked me to change something, I think there are certain things I would be more inclined to change than others. I'm a night owl. So if someone said to me, you're calling me too late, call me earlier, that's an easy one, right? I wouldn't be like, no, I'm a night owl, take it or leave it, right? So I think people also, the word threshold, I think people have different thresholds of what they're willing to change and what they're not. My yeah. night owlness <laughs> does not define me. And I think this guy thought... His language, cursing or otherwise, defined him, and that's okay. So I know we need to take a break. So when we come back from the break, I know Chris tells me he has a crazy story. I have not heard it. I'm like a little antsy about it, but Chris is going to tell us a story about change.
0: Thank you for listening to So We Met Online. If you enjoy listening, we invite you to visit our site at SoWeMetOnline.com slash sponsors and find out how you can help support the show. On the site, you can learn about all of our sponsors, donate to the show, or promote your own business by becoming a sponsor on one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're a fan, please share our podcast to your friends, coworkers, or anyone else who is looking to meet someone online okay we're back so welcome <laughs> <laughs> we met online uh-huh. and the first date went very well
1: mm-hmm.
0: we met at a nice little greek restaurant
1: mm-hmm. are you was... doing dinner again
0: i did you're i did killing me chris you're killing me smalls <laughs> we did dinner again i got up to dinner we sat there and talked mm-hmm. it was wonderful actually mm-hmm. and i asked her some very straightforward basic questions
1: okay
0: what do you do okay she was a yoga instructor great what do you like to eat since we were at dinner okay what kind of foods do you like fair she said she likes to eat healthy mm-hmm. and as soon as she said she liked to eat healthy mm-hmm. i asked the question do you care what i eat
1: mm-hmm. okay
0: i figure that if she likes are, to are eat you a healthy, healthy
1: guy? i <laughs> Uh
0: for those people who do not know me I am a junk food alcoholic.
1: Really? I didn't know that.
0: Oh yes. I candy, cupcakes.
1: What's your candy of choice?
0: Oh, cake like cats. Cup,
1: cupcakes, you should have loved cakes. the woman in the first I episode. I know. Yeah. Okay.
0: Anyways, I love sweets. I love sweets. I love junk food. It's part of who I am and anybody who knows me will agree it's part of my essence. Okay. So I asked, do you care what I eat? She said no. Okay, great. Great. So the relationship continued and we're about three months in, maybe four months in. It's going pretty well. It was going well. And one day I go over to her place. I ask her if she's hungry. She says no. And I said, do you mind if I pick up something?
1: Oh no, (laughs) you're making me nervous.
0: Do you mind if I pick up something to bring over to eat? And she said, "No, I don't mind." So I went and.
1: I, what are you gonna say?
0: I stopped at Subway.
1: <laughs> Can you just say that again? I can't. <laughs> he stopped at Subway, folks, as if we haven't gotten enough stuff. How come this morning.
0: Oh my god.
1: Um, you're gonna have to go okay. back and listen to. Wait, what is the Subway episode? <laughs>
0: Subway You're episode is episode eight.
1: Episode eight about who uh, pays on the first date. Uh, because without that context, you just think we're crazy pants people. Yes.
0: Okay. So I'm I'm refresher. So I brought Subway over and I had my sandwich. Mm-hmm. And I thought everything was fine.
1: Wait, Subway's healthy?
0: Yes. So that's what I said. But she didn't say anything about me eating the Subway.
1: Okay.
0: Another couple of weeks go by. And she says, you know, I would really like it if you came and met my family. Wow. Okay. So, you know, I, I'm thinking, yeah, things are moving well, you know, her family is in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So I proceeded to purchase some airline tickets for us and Mm -hmm. some travel arrangements. I get it all set up. We also talked about traveling around to a couple of other places while we were there. Mm -hmm. So while I was doing that, I texted her and I said, okay, I've got everything booked. Mm -hmm. Here's the dates. We're looking good. I go to sleep, I wake up the next morning, and when I wake up in the morning, I have a text message from her mm-hmm. saying, I'm sorry, this isn't going to work out, I hope you can get a refund.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I am Wait, not... Wait, no explanation?
0: No explanation, nothing, just, this isn't going to work out, I'm sorry, I hope you can get a refund.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Overnight, break up, over text. No, no I, 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 I
1: hear what you're saying, okay.
0: So... It was several days before I could get back in touch with her.
1: Like she didn't answer her calls? She
0: wouldn't answer my calls. She wouldn't answer my text. Okay. And so when I did finally get in touch with her via text, because she wouldn't talk to me on the phone about this, I said, okay, what happened? Right. And she said, well, when I saw you eating the Subway, I couldn't handle it anymore. I can't handle your diet. This isn't going to work out. And I said, so let me get this straight you're breaking up with me because of my diet and she said yes and i said on our first date i asked you do you care what i eat and you said no and she said yeah i changed my mind
1: i mean that's fair she can change her mind but i mean that's like at work right like if you don't give your employee feedback real time and then you just give them a bad review she essentially gave you a bad review in the form of a text breakup
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so the next morning, just to finish this story real quickly, the next morning I wake up, I run to 7-Eleven, I buy a box of Ding Dongs, and I'm like scarfing them down <laughs> because I literally tried to improve my diet
1: for her, for
0: her during the date. Knowing that, hey, I get eating healthy, and I get that there's some element of that that is true. So I did actually try to improve my diet during that time and the subway sandwich i thought yes it's healthy
1: you know i can say what i want about subway but you can order a healthy sandwich there
0: yes i literally went to 7 and i was smashing my face with ding-dongs because <laughs> i had not had sweets in like a month for her in that relationship
1: wow so this one's really interesting because okay first of all i'm sorry that happened that's i don't even have a word i mean that's insane but second i mean we're talking about change So in this case, she didn't even ask you to change. Right. She did, unfortunately, what a lot of people do, which is not tell somebody something. It eats them up inside until they explode. And I think we've all been in situations, but I do believe that communication is mainly a learned skill. I had an employee once at my former job, and I didn't give her timely feedback. And then when she got a negative review, it was my fault that I had not told her incrementally that she wasn't performing well. And in this case... My God, she needed to tell you...
0: <laughs> Way sooner than this, me buying plane tickets.
1: This Subway sandwich makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, what was on the sandwich? I, you know, I'm curious.
0: It was pepperoni and, and bacon. Oh, so.
1: well... <laughs> all right, I was going to give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> no, and assume it was like... It wasn't turkey. a good sandwich. Okay. It was... <laughs> well, okay, so let's talk about that. I assume you would have wanted her to say... Sometime before texting you to cancel your plane tickets, you know, it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable when you're eating such junk.
0: Well, we've talked about it in previous episodes, and really what this boils down to in this particular case, like any other case, is it does boil down to communication. Well, absolutely. She refused to communicate to me throughout the relationship what was eating her alive. Yeah, eating her. I'm sorry. That's funny. (laughs) And so it became... A bigger issue over time until she just couldn't deal with it anymore. Now,
1: had she asked you to change your diet habits, What would you have done or said would you have considered changing?
0: Well, see, and this is what I was just saying as well. I started to slowly change my diet habits because I knew it was bothering her on some level. Mm -hmm. Even though she wasn't coming out and talking about it, you know, I knew because of what she was eating and what we would go out to dinner to eat and what our dating lives together looked like, I began to do that.
1: Right. Now, let's say the situation were reversed. Let's say she had eating habits you didn't like. Like, I have to... I'm thinking about this. Is it a gender thing? Is it a control issue thing? How much do you change yourself? How much do you ask someone to change? How much do you express? And I know there's not a real question here, but I have to wonder, let's say you wanted something to change. Would you express that to somebody? And I know there are so many levels of different things you could want to change.
0: Right. Well, again, this boils down to individuals. Yeah. I am in general, a very easygoing person. I can accept a lot. I tend to try to accommodate you as a person, your individual quirks and, and nuances, because that's who you are. That's what makes you you.
1: This is a little bit off topic. You think you accept too much?
0: I think I do at times accept too much. And that gets into what I was kind of alluding to earlier before the break. And I kind of think, she was doing this as well. She wanted to be in the relationship. Mm -hmm. So she said Mm -hmm. she was okay with the diet, Mm -hmm. but as the relationship progressed, she realized she really wasn't. And I think she was doing it just so that she could stay in the relationship Mm -hmm. as opposed to saying, oh, I can meet somebody else that has all of the things that I'm looking for, like who also eats healthy. Do you
1: really think she said that it didn't matter because she wanted to be in the relationship or I really, i mean, it sounds to me, just from what little I know, that she thought she could handle it. That
0: could be she too. She couldn't. Absolutely. And I think, like for you, you knew that he—his cursing was something you couldn't accept. I knew, you knew that that was I going knew from to, day right? One, from day one. And I
1: wanted to overlook it. Like I gave it the three <coughs> dates. I wanted to. I know myself well
0: enough. Right, but there could be something else. That you would be like, well, I'm not sure. I might be able to be okay with that. Exactly. And then you progress in the relationship and then you realize, no, I'm not okay and, with And And
1: that's totally fine. I mean, what she did wrong in this case was not expressing it to you. And then her blow up was in the form of a text breakup, which we could have a whole other episode yes. about. Which is unfortunate. I mean, it all boils down to what can you live with? What can't you live with? Both in terms of yourself. What can I change and what can't I? What should I change? What shouldn't I? And what should I expect someone else to do for me in terms of change? Everyone's got their own stuff, you know? And you kind of have to know yourself well enough to know, one, what is at your core, your essence, whatever you want to call it, what cannot be changed about you. If someone said to me, I hate puns, never make another pun in your entire life. I would break up with them on the spot because, I don't know if you knew this, Chris, but I just won a pun competition.
0: Uh-ho. uh uh
1: That's part of my core being, right? Sense of humor. Yet, if someone, again, like I said, like the night owl thing, or if someone didn't care for the color, I don't know, neon green, I would probably not wear neon green. You know what I mean? So I think everyone's got their own, their breaking point.
0: Well, it's interesting you say that because I think we do things in relationships for our partner. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, you mentioned color green. If I knew your favorite color was green, mm-hmm. then I might do things like wear things that mm-hmm. are green or buy you things that are green because I knew that those are things that make you right. happy. Well, it turns right? out my
1: favorite color is pink. So if you ever want to buy me anything. Okay, podcast people. Chris and I are sitting in the same room right now. I don't know that you know. We live across the country from each other. So when we do these podcasts, I fly in and we record them in person because it's just much nicer to see each other's faces. But I'm not going to lie. We went shopping today. I saw it in the window at this (laughs) store that was apparently a children's store. I saw saw these sequin pink high-top sneakers. And I had to buy them. And they didn't even have my size. So I bought a children's four. And I got to tell you... If someone appreciates that ridiculousness about me, I think I'd marry them tomorrow. Anyway, where should we go from here? Anything else to talk about with change?
0: Well, I think the only other question would be, we've already kind of talked about this, but at what point in time do you tell somebody it's bothering you?
1: As early as possible. Right. I mean that gets back to communication, right? right. If something is bothering you, a, a typical thing that bothers a lot of people is communication style. Texting. You're not texting enough. You're not doing this enough. You're you're not giving me the kind of communication I need. I mean same with the eating, right? If you don't say it at the beginning, you're setting a precedent that it's okay. Exactly. So I would say if something is on your mind, if you're even thinking, I want to say this thing, just say the thing. Because the worst that happens is you hold it in, you bite your tongue, and then you blow up like your date did. Or, God forbid, you end up with this person in the long term, and then you realize you can't actually live with something. Say it. Oh, so Chris, what are we talking about next week?
0: Next week, we are talking about chivalry.
1: I will say, you are very chivalrous.
0: Well, thank you.
1: You're welcome. Can't wait. Thanks for listening.